This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We are in Exodus chapter seven. We've moved into Exodus chapter seven and uh, we're moving along and finally we're going to see Moses doing what God has asked him to do. Now, I want you to recall two things about Moses. Moses had to flee Egypt because he got ahead of God, or what I would call he freelanced. He he saw something that was wrong, and God obviously was planning and had his purposes at work in Moses's life because he made Moses to be to be upset. He made Moses to be indignant toward the children of Israel being in slavery there and wanting them to be delivered. Now, Moses, as Moses was apt to do, he got ahead of God. He did. He killed the overseer. He killed the Egyptian overseer rather than letting God lead him into what God wanted Moses to do. And me being a little bit impetuous, I can identify with that as a younger man. Stepping out there, doing things, maybe before I got clear direction from God, rather than being patient, I I moved. And Moses shows that tendency again when he goes and tells Pharaoh what God said, but he added to it for a festival. And the reason he was doing that was he was anticipating how Pharaoh would react and what he would need to do to manipulate the process. And isn't that the way we always do? We always manipulate the process by anticipating what we think is going to happen, not knowing really what is going to happen. And when we're dealing with Pharaoh and when we're dealing with Moses, Moses is trying to manipulate it, but he's finally figured it out. God's in control of that. God is God is doing his work, and Moses is going to figure out that God's got a plan in this, and you're going to see that in these verses because God's going to reveal more of it now that he's got Moses in a position to understand, I want you to do it my way, and I want you to do it the way I've called you to do it, and I don't want you to go out there and do it any other way than the way I've said do it. And in verse 7, it said, then the Lord said to Moses, look, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. What he's saying is it doesn't matter how Pharaoh initially reacts. This is not a situation where you're asking or begging Pharaoh to do what you want him to do. Okay. You're not trying to convince Pharaoh of anything. You're not trying to reach an equal level with Pharaoh. I have made you God to Pharaoh. What he's saying is, you are over Pharaoh. <clears throat> you are in control. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to work this out as you go. 
You don't have to make this process happen. I have placed you in charge of it. I'm putting you in charge of it. And if he had done what God had told him to do at the first, he would have realized that. But he couldn't. He had to try to make sure he manipulated Moses. And so he said, listen, I'm going to tell Pharaoh, God wants us to go out into the wilderness to do a festival and give him the give him the idea or give him the understanding that we'll probably come back. God says, no, listen, I'm going to do a work and I'm going to prove my greatness and I am going to show us, and this is really for us, this understanding that that I uh, am, I act a certain way toward people who harden their heart and that you need to be able to see this and other people need to be able to see this. We thousands of years later are able to study Pharaoh and understand the results of a hard heart. He says, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. Notice I'm going to make you God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron is going to be your spokesperson. He says, you are to say, notice he says this because it's important. Moses didn't do it. He says, you are to say everything I commanded you. Uh, you're to say everything that I say. Don't say differently. And oftentimes when we don't see things heading in the right direction, we want to get off the course that God has set us on in order to help God. And in some ways, we're just really trying to help God. And you go, what's wrong with helping God? There's just one, it's a little bitty thing. It's not a big thing. But it's one little, it's just an itty-bitty thing that you need to understand when you're trying to help God. He don't need your help. He doesn't need need it. I know that upsets you, okay? I know it upsets you a little bit, okay? He doesn't need your help. He he doesn't. He doesn't. He, He doesn't. He can handle it on his own. You don't have to manipulate the process. So many parents want to manipulate the process with their children. So many people, when they hunger for certain things in the kingdom, they want to manipulate the process. So many times in our lives, we want to manipulate how things are going to come about, and they're not. No, th- that's not necessary. It's not. Stop manipulating things. Let God lead you through the process and do what he says. And that's what God said to Moses. Say everything I commanded you. And your brother Aaron will tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. Notice, not for a festival. They're going to they're gonna let, he, he said, Aaron's going to tell him to let them go out of the country, period. There's a little period right at the end of the country. Look there. If you look in the Bible, it says, let the Israelites go out of his country, period. Verse 3, but I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, notice he's going to harden Pharaoh's heart. Now, you're going to see that Pharaoh starts out having a hard heart, and then God shows what happens when a person has a hard heart, and he hardens his heart even harder. He says, but I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt, and with the mighty acts of judgment, I will bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites. Notice, he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show who I am. I'm going to prove to be God. And this is for, like I said, for 
millennia future. It's for all of us to know, all of us to see. It is the preeminent story in Scripture. It's the one everybody uses to understand what liberty, what freedom, what God's deliverance, what God's purposes are. This You are telling the big story of the Old Testament right here, right now. He says, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. I'm going to show my great signs in Egypt. He's not going to listen to you. And I'm going to lay my hand on Egypt. And with my mighty acts of judgment, I'm going to bring out my people. And that's what he did. And that's what we're going to be studying. But that's what the plan is. And he finally unveils that plan once Moses is in a position where he's not going to freelance anymore because he's already messed it up in the past. And so he says, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hands against Egypt. He says, listen, the Egyptians are going to know. They're going to know that I'm in charge. They're going to know that I'm Lord. The world is going to see. Remember, Egypt's a picture of the world. He says, they're going to see that I'm in control of this. But the truth is, Moses had to see it first, didn't he? He says, Moses sees it, and now the world's going to see it. And by the way, that's how it's going to manifest in your life. First, you got to realize that God's in charge. First, you got to realize that God's will is the important thing. First, you got to realize that you got to trust him. And then that becomes evident to the world. If you want to see God's hand at work in your life, and you want to see the presence of God at work in your life, you've got to, for yourself, you've got to, for your own personal growth and all purpose, personal purpose, you've got to, you've got to show, you've got to realize that God's in control, that God is working his will out. And then it's manifest in the world until you trust it, until you know it, until you walk in it, it's not going to manifest itself around you. It's going to remain on the inside and never make it to the outside. He says, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. And when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it, Moses and Aaron, notice, they did just as the Lord commanded them. Finally, we're in a place where we're doing exactly what God has asked us to do. Patience, watching, hearing, listening, believing, And we're at a place where God can do his mighty work because Moses and Aaron are doing God's will, not their own. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now, there's a couple of good things about this. God still uses older folks. Sometimes you run into somebody who finally figures it out in their later life that God has a purpose and a plan for them. They figure it out later on in their life. And in that figuring it out, they begin to chase after God. And you see this all the time. And when I say that you see this all the time, you really do see this all the time. People figure it out later in life. And the upshot to the story is that God can use the older folks 
in mighty ways, even though they've never done it, never walked in it before. And Moses and Aaron, it took them a long time to figure it out. <clears throat> Moses had to go through the whole process of understanding the Egyptians growing up in Pharaoh's household. He had to understand the process of you can't get ahead of God and try to do things your own way. It can cause massive problems by killing the overseer of Pharaoh. Moses went out into the wilderness. He had to learn to be patient. He had to learn to wait on God. And that's what God had him doing for 40 years in the wilderness. And then when the opportunity availed himself, he got ahead of God again. But God didn't destroy him in this. He just taught him. And in the end, he's now prepared as an older gentleman. He's now prepared to do the work and the will of God. And just because you have not done it in the past and just because you're older does not mean that you're not qualified and that you're not called. Qualification and call are all under the purview of God. They're not under the purview of men. Qualification and call can happen anytime in your life. And there are a lot of people who don't realize and don't begin to walk in their qualification and call until they're much older. And that's okay. You see a lot of young people that have a passion and a, and a drive to serve God, and they do it their whole life. And that's glorifying to God. But it's also glorifying to God to take those who just never really figured it out until later in life. They get it, and they begin to walk in it, and God's power begins to move in their life, and things are changed, and things are made new. And so I would say to you today, that if you will be patient, if you will be exact in walking in God's will, meaning hearing God, listening, knowing exactly what he wants you to do, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter where you're a man or woman. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter your failures or your sins of the past. It doesn't matter your attainment from worldly perspective. All those things are not relevant. What matters is your ability and your desire to listen and hear God and walk in it. And that's what Pharaoh, that's what Pharaoh is all about. This story with Pharaoh. It's about Moses and Aaron figuring out that they don't have to manipulate the process. They don't have to make things happen. Their lives are not over at 80 their opportunity to do big things for the kingdom of God has not passed them by, but they've got to do it God's way. And when they figure that out and when they walk in that, God does big things. And we're going to study the big things, the big plagues of Egypt. There's 10 of them. And they are going to reveal a lot about God and his dealing with the world, a lot about God and his plan for his people, and Moses and Aaron are going to get to see that in their latter years. They're going to get to walk in it. And that's because they've learned to be patient. They've learned to hear God. And they've learned to be obedient to exactly what God has to say. I hope you'll be able to do that. I hope you'll learn the lesson of Moses and Aaron early. And that your life will be fruitful and your walk will be fruitful. It can only be fruitful if it's in the steps that God has prepared for you.
And remember, he's the author of those things. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.